Okay, hit it. I think I've heard the Rakers. Just a quick note here on November 2nd, we will be playing at the Ogden Park Prowl in Baton Rouge, a fantastic festival. There's great food, there's tons of bands, there's people, there's art, there's like homemade honey you can buy. It's fantastic. Everybody should definitely come out. Today, we are going to be talking about Lance's song, Problematic. Through on a metal day I reach for you with nothing to say Collusions, collisions are here to stay This thing determines which will go which way Rakers a podcast by and apparently for fans of the Rakers. We are a band. We feature Alex Cook on vocals, keyboard, guitar, and accordion, and occasionally a tambourine. We also have, uh, uh, what is his name again? Lance Bian, the Lance Porter on guitar and vocals. Uh, on the other side of me, I've got the rest of the people. We have Lewis on bass, Lewis Roussel on bass, and Leon Lejeune on guitar and harmonica, and occasionally a modified telephone microphone, as the purposes may see fit. So today, and, and our host, the lovely and talented 
Anna Byers on drums and vocals. I think everyone is surprised I forgot me, but yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> keeper of the beat. I'm the keeper of the beat. So today we're here to talk to you and uh, each other about the next song on the album, which is and was written by... It's Problematic and it was written by me. And the actual, the name of the song is Problematic, not the fact that you don't know what the next song is. I think it works. Or that it was written by you. (laughs) (laughs) I think that works on a lot of levels. Okay, I love playing Problematic. I know at this point, whoever's listening to this malarkey has heard it, and so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, It's our number one on uh, Spotify right This week, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Woo, woo, woo. Mm Yeah, so this to me is like a really classic rock song. You know, it's like, shit's going bad, and so we're talking about it. (laughs) You know, I know we've talked before about how you don't necessarily have a lot of uh, modern-day interpersonal conflict. Mm. So I'm curious about what led you to write this song. It is, uh, it's kind of about the shit that we do to kind of blur out the edges of life, you know, like um, we all have issues that we have to deal with and sometimes actually, you know, usually on a daily basis maybe there's a way that you can find to try to go somewhere else and that's really what this is about. Well, give me a couple of zamps. Well, like, you know, um, it, could be, it, <laughs> it could be... It could be... Zamps, TM. TM. <laughs> um, could be the drink. Uh, could be uh, no from your life. The drink? Are you an Irish like grandmother I now? I am Irish. A, oh, there were many problems, but twas the drink that hunted us most. <laughs> Made it through the could, troubles. Could could be the, the drink. Inconveniences. The <laughs> there's a famous beer stall named that. What drink? Well, I think Porter. it's it's like basically uh, like uh, one of those things that's um, what I was writing about is the things that you don't think about. Like it's not uh, that you consciously think oh, I'm going to go do that because I'm pissed off or because I want to avoid something. It's just you find yourself doing whatever it is that that is to uh, to get away from those those moments when you sort of abdicate. Yeah, you're, you're like. I don't even know what happened. Totally. Yeah, so that's that's really what it was. And it could be something as stupid as, like, just picking your phone up. You know, that reminds me of my experiences with the drink. <laughs> <laughs> with the drink. During the troubles. Yeah. <laughs> During the, the troubles. All right, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I don't want to keep pushing... Um, into your life, but I really want personal <laughs> examples. I don't think that's going to happen right now. Um, I am going to take. Got to get me warmed up. You don't just like jump right into that. Sorry, that's, baby, uh... I was ready to go. <laughs> Look, I mean, I was good. I, you're here. What am I? <laughs> uh, okay, cool. We'll wait till you're ready. Uh, um, it's a good thing Alex Cook is always here. Always ready. Always ready. The man is always ready. I feel like you might be able to provide an example. Oh my god, I think my whole life is an example of of avoidance, you know, of those things I do to I um, for instance, this band. Is <laughs> one of that that is kind that of you're turned, avoiding or that you're doing No, it no, no, that that started out as like an avoidance thing that's turned into a positive. I think mm. that's my that's my superpower in the world is that I can take those things that I, you would normally do as like an avoidance and and can turn it into 
something weirdly productive. Mm-hmm. You also have supernatural physical strength, which I've it's witnessed true. on occasion, it's but true. that's like, yeah, we'll get into that. Another well, time. you know that that's a new thing because I'm I'm like a gym nerd now. Well, no, this is like remember that food? black table of mine? Oh yeah, it was like made out of piano, and you flipped the whole. Yeah. It was like a nine <laughs> foot long table. It was the most inconveniently sized. That was that was like a all ivory. Size. Yeah, it was, and you just it was you, all ivory. You just <laughs> made completely out of elephant tusks. You just like <laughs> she had to smuggle it out of China. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, I got it like a garage sale. Uh, me. Okay, so but yeah, th- there's a lot of things you know you do to like, uh, you know to, you know I think part of it's escapism, which I think is healthy. Until you, there's more escapism than there is whatever it is that you're... Unless you're escaping from, like, prison <laughs> or the troubles. Yeah. You know, well, it's that, like if you learn how to lose a dream. Right. And then, you know, it's neat and it's part of your night, but then you're like, fuck living. And you just sleep all fucking day so you can lose a dream and live in the world. Right. You know, yeah. it, can't, it can't be... You, you, you can't escape to the point that you've run away. I had a roommate in college that could, like... like Snap like nothing, lucid dream. Like he can make whatever happen. Like he couldn't set up the situation in his dream, but he said like once I'm there, I can be like, oh cool, I'm gonna fly around this city. Like oh, in, in my dream, yes. I'm in Peter Pan, London. I'm gonna fly around, and then ooh, look at that chick. Make this happen. Can, <laughs> can I tell and you? Like, can I tell you something? The one. T- okay, I tried. I tried to lose because I I dream like my dreams frequently last months. Like, in one night, I'll live through, like, three to six months of something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suffice Are you it to sure say, you don't just sleep I don't long? get a lot of, I don't get a lot of restful sleep. But one time, my, and I was like, I gotta lose a dream. I gotta get out of this dream. And my, my, in my dream, I was like, I have a remote control. I can pause it. Nice. And I was so happy, and I went to go pause it. And the remote control was broken and didn't work. And oh. there was nothing I could do after that. Oh, man. The man. Like, it was the one, like, I was like, thank God I can get out of this horrible situation. The, the remote control in your dream was broken. My one, the one How option I gave myself. That? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the it's... one option I gave. So that's that's my experience with, with lucid dreaming. Uh, Leon, do you lucid dream at all? Totally. Explain. Elaborate. Well, those flying dreams. Mm-hmm. I used to get those three or four times a year. I'm lucky to get them maybe once a year. But when they happen, it's like flying over a city. Mm-hmm. Start out, you know, kind of on the ground, and next thing you know, you're hovering. I wake up really good after one of those. Really? And yeah, I dream in taste, touch, smell, color. Yep, me too. All that stuff. Well, lucid dreaming technically is when you can. can you realize you're aware that you're in a dream, and you can control the direction of the dream yes, consciously. Yes. You so you totally can. Well, I can't always control it, and it seems like there's a inverse proportion where when it gets really to the good stuff, that's when I fucking wake up. Getting closer. <laughs> no, right, right. Move before, closer to the microphone. That's what. That's <laughs> move closer. Right when you get into that Ocean sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, right before you went to kiss the girl, the yeah. Clock yeah. goes off, some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Waking, waking reality is highly overrated. I, I will agree, Lewis. 
Uh, thank you for clarifying what argument on that. Is. And, <laughs> and Lewis has a PhD in psychology. So yeah, what are your experiences? I, I have two or three times in my life that have had a lucid dream experience. I don't remember what they were about, but I just remember waking up next day and like, you know, like it's a weird experience. You, you like, know, like I actually got to control I'm, that. I'm actually dreaming right now. I know that. Oh. Man, I can do anything I want. See, you know, in like, my dreams, I will know I'm dreaming. It's, I will know I'm dreaming, and I'll even do things like, well, that's a oh, dream. that's, oh, I see that, so that's how I know that I'm dreaming. But I can't control anything. It's like, I'm, like I have, like, second-level sleep paralysis. I have, like, dream paralysis. Like, I will, I will absolutely know that I am dreaming in my dream, and I still have to, like, keep living in that weird... Society that I'm now a part of for the next six weeks. Yeah, no, I I don't have that at all. Uh, in fact, like I mean, I have feel I have so little control over my actual waking life. So you know, it's less in my dreams. But so maybe uh, it really is a lucid. Dream. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, right, right now it's like the, the lucid dream. That checks out for yeah. me. Yeah, uh, but, I never have that. Yeah, I've never had been able to. Control. But do you ever have the dreams where? You wake up and you're still in it, like, yes. like I remember like a very vivid dream when I was in college that it was in the apartment of of like this girl I was dating, and me and a friend were breaking into a safe nice. in the closet. Oh, cool! And we we managed to break into the safe, and then alarms went off everywhere, and so we scrambled. Because, like, cops started showing up. Yeah. Everything. And I lived down the street from my girlfriend's apartment. But I stayed at her apartment most of the time. So in the dream, I ran down to my apartment, ran into my room and, like, jumped under the covers and then immediately woke up fully still in the fucking dream. And my girlfriend had slept over that day. And she was like, what, what, what? I was like... Not what? With this, the cops are coming. We got to get it because of, you know, and like, I'm putting on clothes, like, thinking like, okay, a bag, a bag. I got to yeah. pack a bag. Like, for, you know, like five minutes, she's just watching this half awake of like, stop. I was like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll have that. I can see her like, I can see her like waving like fresh bacon under her nose. Like, right. Alex, yeah, Alex, exactly. No. Yeah. Flash water on me. I'll have the thing where it'll follow me all day in a feeling, like su- such that at times I will consider something from the dream in my decision making for half a second, and then I remember, oh wait, that's not, like I don't, I don't actually have to think about um, my, like when my plane leaves for Tokyo. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. It'll follow me all day. Like I, I will. I, Absolutely, my dreams just never goddamn leave. Oh, I, what are I, the recurring ones that you have? One recurring dream that I have is about my teeth falling out. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, like that, I, that's, that's actually that, a common one. Like, I feel yeah. like it's Doctor- kind of loose, a common one. and I don't want to mess with it. And but it's like it's supposed to be about money. So yeah, people say. no, my, yeah. My, it's about a lot of things. Mine, I have an extreme version of that where, like, I've suddenly all of the teeth in my mouth. I have a mouth full of just. <laughs> Teeth. They're Chicklets. just like, and it's more teeth than you actually have. Like, there is like it's an infinite supply of teeth. I'm going. I'm trying to cough them and spit right, them out. Uh, Lewis vomits out. eternal Bucket. teeth. Yeah. Okay. I I had a dream. Here's my teeth dream. 
I had a dream that uh, I got a call from somebody when Bob Dylan was playing at the uh, at the River Center or at the the theater there or yeah. whatever. Recently or a long time ago? Like recently, okay, when he cool, played yeah. this last time he was there, and like somehow they were like, "Look, we need another rhythm guitarist," and we heard I remember you, your name came up on this. Can you come do it? And I was like, yeah, I can. I think because that day I had learned, like, whatever the most rudimentary Bob Dylan song. Oh, man, I love that. And, and so I got there, and, like, you know, I didn't have a guitar with me or anything. Yes. I just got there. And they were like, oh, yeah, just here, we'll, we'll grab one. This is standard thing. And it was a guitar instead of strings. It had rows of teeth. Oh. <laughs> and, and, like, for all the frets were, like, teeth, you know. And I, was, I asked, like, the guy in Bob Dylan's band, it was like, the fuck is this? He was like, tooth guitar, man, come on. We're on, we're, you're on. And, and I was like, what song are we playing? It's like, on. And it's like, I had no idea, nor had they said, no, oh, play a tooth guitar. oh, we're going to play, we're going to play Isis now. Like, I would be able to just jump in and be like, oh, and this group of world-class musicians, I'm going to play this tooth guitar, and like, teeth are popping out, and it's obviously very expensive instrument, because it's like... It's a tooth guitar! Well, and, and it was like... I mean, you know, died for the guitar. And, and, and it was in... Yeah, it was the spare instrument in Bob Dylan's band that's going to be worth a fortune. And it's like... Like, you're yeah, lucky to be playing yeah. This, yeah. this instrument on the... Do, yeah. do you remember that dream I, I like, had this about... this is my moment, and it's like, I'm knocking teeth. Of the tooth guitar because they're just like plunk 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 and the guy's looking at me like, what are you doing? That's an obvious like, you know, uh, uh, what is it? The you know fear of being a fraud. Yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of yeah, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, I don't need dr- I don't ne- I don't need dreams for that. Look, like, when, when I first started playing with you guys, I had the dream that we had a gig on an ice ring. Yes. Yes. An ice ring. Yeah. Right. And like and but like nothing I could do like like. They were just like my drums were walking away from me the whole time. Yeah. Um, I think honestly. Early on, we had that problem. We had to stick that big weight in. That's <laughs> yeah. The yeah. It was a, it was definitely it was a reflection. Yeah, we had an actual amble. Yeah. We? That's probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think the funniest. Not a wily coyote. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I my recurring dream is that I'm back in uh, high school of any kind and I'm stressed out because I don't know what period it is or like what my schedule is but then eventually at some point I realize oh I'm in my 30s I can just leave whenever I want and then when when people come up to me and they're like yeah but you have to go to high school I'm like uh I have mouth wrinkles like they are never gonna believe I'm 15 (laughs) I'm out of here I have that dream almost oh man all I've never had nights. a single dream about teeth, not even once. This man's confident. Yeah. He's what's single and confident. What's yeah. your recurring dream? Like, what's the one that you... That's a... I don't recall any recurring lately, but in the past, maybe up until my 40s or whatever, it's like get, going to class, maybe, you know, for exams, mm-hmm. and not knowing shit to write down or panicking. Yeah. I still have those, you know, yeah. since I'm I mean, a professor, I have the, 
I haven't had been those to real class life. in like three weeks. Right. And yeah, I'm right. not sure what my students think. And or it's or it's always <laughs> the, it's always the like it's finals week and you discover there's a class you've never been to. Yeah. That's yeah. Stuff like that's that. That's always mine. Yeah. But I have them like as a professor now. Like I have yeah. them as like, I'm supposed to be giving that exam. And I <laughs> yeah. haven't been to class. <laughs> my, so. my my recurring room. I haven't had one of these in a long time. But I used to, like this one for years and years and years. I'd be. It was it sort of combined a flying dream mm-hmm. with this other thing, except the flying was when I'd, I'd be somewhere on a street somewhere and I'd take off to fly. There'd be you know there's you know that power lines all over the place, and I'd have to try to get over the power lines, and even if I didn't, no matter how high I went up, there were always power lines that went <laughs> out oh. to space. I was always. Always getting tangled up in the Bound, power lines. Boundless I boundaries. Not, I once yeah. flew an airplane. This was actually Dave Letterman's airplane in the dream. I took off this little, <laughs> little uh, open cockpit. I don't know why. I take off and I start climbing. I can see the power lines. And I'm like climbing, climbing, climbing. And I could not get that plane. So you weren't power. even flying like as a free, you know, like human just out in the air. You were like even in David an Letterman's airplane. airplane. And I, yes. Oh, I swear, that dream, like your description, Aww. is more vivid than my actual dreams. Like, <laughs> the way I'm picturing that. Like, like just going up and like... I've lived through post-apocalyptic societies and that was still more vivid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, back to those right. flying dreams. Like, I remember like having these falling dreams. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like you fall in a million like miles falling? an hour. Do you hate it? But I'd always wake up yeah. before I hit the ground right. or something. Falling. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily a in bad love. one. But I figured out some kind of way in the dream <laughs> to convert it to flying. Uh-huh. So the opposite. Well, that's basically what falling is. Found yeah, well, this was like, this was like um, falling, but like Superman, you know, you're got, mm-hmm. or maybe swimming in the air. Right. You know, change directions. Damn well, good feeling. Most of my flying dreams, I, I didn't just fly. I had to flap my arms really yeah. hard. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like swimming you know? in the air. Like, like, I have to like, <laughs> focus really hard on something to fly in my dream. Like, I'll be like in the grocery store. It's like my legs aren't working, but I'm like, I think I have another option. <laughs> and it's like, if I just. There's been a number of times where in the dream I remember. Being like I'm standing on the back of a boat, peeing off the back of the boat, and it's making the boat go. <laughs> and it's like, and then you're, you're just like, one. and then like immediately wake up, and I'm thinking like, Jesus Christ, did I just wet the bed? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like feel around. No, Do I you guys have that bed. dream no, ever? No, no, I did Is this not a man wet the thing? bed. Never had that one. I, I have had Never that had dream. That one. Like, no, I've had that a number of times. You know what? Yeah. You are the captain of this boat. <laughs> I am. I probably have the, uh, the person breaking in the house, and I'm, like, trying to yell at him, and nothing yeah. comes out. Less is wake up. I heard this weird thing from, uh, from this guy who was from, like, Bali or, like, you know, Bakatu. And Tipido. in there, it was... <laughs> Not Thibodeau. Um, they have they have a thing. Burmese. He was Burmese. That's it. They have a thing where um, if you can't move in your dream, you can't move your legs. If you can wake up and notice that like one of your legs is bent up, if you stretch out your bent legs while you're sleeping, then you'll be able to walk in the dreams. So this is like a known thing to them. This is like, yeah. And I I try I guess, but 
When I'm asleep, I want to be asleep exactly like I want to be asleep and fuck any Burmese tradition. Especially the physiological thing is that your body secretes a chemical that keeps you from moving. So it you won't like, kill yeah, like right. sleep paralysis yeah. is so, like so for that, a reason. That's why yeah. you feel like because otherwise you would be like a dog or a cat and just like <laughs> or now we know an octopus an octopus yeah an octopus oh beautiful. you seen that thing about the octopus yes. changing color in its dreams yeah it's like it's, That's the most it's like watching a dog like twitch its paws like watching this thing like hmm <laughs> Except <laughs> totally changing all these patterns, uh, like all spots, out of the stripes, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, it's like dude. That's that's, that's Heidi. Uh, Nobody's ever been as high we'll as a dreaming put, octopus. We'll yeah, right. We'll put that on the pod, the, yeah. the website. That, yeah. That's that's an octopus. That's it's from a um, a PBS uh, documentary about this scientist in Alaska who has uh, three daughters and. He, you know, they all want a pet, um, and he kind of wanted something scientific that he didn't have to do his work. So their way of finding middle ground was to bring, like, they built this amazing uh, aquarium, you know, for their house, and they and they brought uh, the octopus Heidi in, and one of the kids just immediately started bonding with her, like she'd spend half an hour a day with her arm in the water, you know, just like, mm-hmm. like the octopus would like greet her. Right. As she came up, you know, and he was like, I just wanted something scientific where I, you know, could just kind of just sit and think without thinking. You know, there's just this beautiful nerd family. Right. But, yeah, that's where all those videos come from. But then the I also about. saw recently, like, on the opposite spectrum, it's like a Arctic shark or the Greenland shark that's, like, lives in the Arctic waters, and they figure it's, like, 450 years old. Like this, this one shark. I've seen and that. It's just this big, like gross, blind-eyed <laughs> yeah. shark, and it's like you know you want to. It's like, what does that shark think after four hundred <laughs> years? It's like it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. Why is cold? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm eat one of them dreaming. Is there an octopus? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for. Maybe it'll change yeah, color. While changing I'm colors, it. it means I can eat it. <laughs> I mean, more power to that shark. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, you've been around that long, right? I would, I'd hope there'd be Meals on Wheels, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Polar bears slip into the... <laughs> right. Seals on wheels. So this so this song is all about your dreams. Yeah, no, actually, <laughs> it's one of those, like, I don't know if you do this, but sometimes you write a song and just kind of a fit of angst where it's like it comes out and it's like fully formed in about yes. two minutes. That's what this was. And so a lot of it was about that, but it also has the little bridge in the middle that kind of pays homage to a bunch of my favorite songs. You know, mm-hmm. um, How so? Uh, that's like all about, I'm trying to remember the lyrics, but it's like... Um, upon it's, upon it, it, uh, yeah, that's uh, how it goes. <laughs> uh, with History Lesson Part 2 lying on the floor, that's like one of my favorite Minutemen. So it's like sitting around with your punk rock records. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. So what's the Calico Kitty cross history? With these hands, I start to roar. Yeah, what's Um, the Calico Kitty? That's Alejandro, but the Calico Kitty was just literally something that I saw on the way home that day. (laughs) (laughs) I always kind of wondered what that was about. Yeah, no, it was like a Calico Kitty crossing the street, but it also is about... as part of the whole thing, like the resolution of it is that you want you go out and you try to find 
somebody to kind of commiserate with, and mm -hmm. usually you can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. You walk in the door and nobody really knows the what you're dealing with, kind of thing. So well, this song reminds yeah. me of like uh, it doesn't remind me as much of Husker Du as it does uh, Sugar, mm -hmm. which was Bob Mold band after that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just because I know, I know that Copper Blue record was like. You were all over that, and I yeah. was all over that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, I love this song. I, this is this song is always a blast, and it's always, like, it feels so, like... Uh, this is a rock song. Yeah. 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 It's like an ice pick. It's yeah, like, we get, like, we get yeah. to play a rock song, and this is, yeah. Like, I love the way it ends. Like, like Stop you know, dying. like you hit the wall and, like, get the air knocked out of you or something. <laughs> like... Yeah. Or you're peeing off the boat in the yeah, boat. Exactly. The As, vampire. I think we and all know that, that situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a commonality. Yeah. It's just a, it was a, a burst of feeling. And you don't, you know, I'm 50 years old, but you think like uh, the same bullshit that you dealt with when you were 16 that got you into punk rock in the first place. Right. You're still dealing with those yes, things. Yes, you know? absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Except you are the man that you are rebelling against. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you have to totally punch like, in the face. Right, like basically it's like, like oh, well, I want to be the man. You are and you are. I don't want to be the man except like in every possible way you're like, well, I'm kind of the man. I think <laughs> I think most cool yeah. white dudes feel that way. Yeah, yeah. So. Most cool white dudes are Whereas like, most, damn it. most uncool white dudes don't never, feel that way at all. Never even think about it. They're like, can't wait to be the man. Mm. Guess what? <laughs> I'm one of the good ones, and I can't wait to tell you about it. <laughs> Sit right down, lady friend. <laughs> let me, let me, let me convince, convince you of my manly humanity. Um, well, let's see. I think that might be just about enough. Leon, oh, Leon please add. Leon, um, reach for, so the, sorry. for the spirit please stick. Add. Thing coming up. In line with what you were just talking about. Yes, please. You get to be master of the daily triage of avoiding all the problematic shit. Who does? Why? That you can get away with. Who? Why? Ah. Every day has fresh hell you're not planning on. Correct. And good stuff, you know, occasionally, but... You had me at fresh hell. And unless you're going to hit it head on, you got to fucking avoid it. So, avoid so, it or avoid so... It. Or lie about this, it or avoid it. So to tie all this up, Ooh. it's like the triage of the problematic... Yeah, you guys lost me. I can't, I'm not gonna lie. Every day is a fucking triage. That's if you true. got a thousand things to do and you, you're lucky to get ten of them, that's, that's true. Yep, it's just a fact of life that it beat me down. I finally accepted it. Leon, that's very dark. Because I'm so Wait, fucking, I'm so mature. Boat. I can <laughs> defecate. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, guys. Leon is so mature. I was sure he was gonna say mature. He is so mature. <laughs> He could defecate. All right. All good fun? I think so. I and think no, no one got her. <laughs> yeah, that's right, gentlemen. We'll see you next. All right. Bye. <laughs> that was quick. It was like one hour.